Jeff Risden, one of our Lions NFL insiders, Lions Wire, Draft Wire, Facebook, Twitter, online, part of the USA Today network. He's based in West Michigan. He watched the game last night. I shared a lot of his uh, stories afterwards. And uh, Rizzi, I know we talked about what we hoped we would see, and we saw even more on the positive side. Oh, man, that that first half was mm. as much fun as I've ever had watching the Lions oh. football game. Um, I, I tweeted out for, for the people in West Michigan, they'll get this. It was like wa- watching Muskegon play Holland. It was that physical domination. Like, like the Packers didn't look like they belonged on the field. Like they were, like they were a college team going against the pros. That's how incredible that first half was. And yeah, yeah I mean, they, the Lions let off the gas a little bit, and hopefully that's something that they learned from. In the second half, but they were able to, you know, milk out the win, and, and it, it was never uncomfortable. Um, it got a little, I would say, worrisome that they were the Packers were were doing some things, but the you know the Lions they had it in the bag the whole way after the twenty seven to three lead, and that was my God, the, the physical domination on both sides of the line of scrimmage against a team that you know prides itself on on being a tough physical team and. Their coach said it the best. You know, they whooped us. You know, they came in and kicked our ass, and that's that's what that's what happened. <laughs> it's not it's not hyperbole. It's not you know drinking the Kool Aid to, to to see that like that. That's what they did. And that, like you said, man, they the the last three times we've seen them in the last five games, three of them have been in prime time, and they have gone out and been the the winner in all three of those. That's. I don't. I don't know what to do with as a fan, as a Lions fan in that situation. Bill, help me out here, buddy. I, I, and I said it in my opening huge opinion today, Rizzy, that I'm almost at a loss for words on how everything we've ever wanted from the Lions is happening right before our eyes. The only thing missing now would be winning the NFC North and winning playoff games. That's it. And then, and then from there, your next level is, hey, it'd be awesome to win the NFC Championship and obviously uh, go to a Super Bowl. But just the pieces they have in place with St. Brown or you look at Laporta or Branch and the toughness and, and Campbell growing as a head coach and some creativity from Johnson on play calls in that first half. Everything was going right. All that pressure with zero blitzes. Zero that your defensive line and the rotation is that good. You know, that Bugs got the Bugs out of the way, whatever it was, where he got in the doghouse, and they're just getting after it. And Hutch, uh, he's getting held every other time. They don't call it. Uh, he almost had the safety when you give love credit, made an unbelievable play, moving the ball to his left hand and the little uh, shovel pass. I, I, You know, Patterson being consistent on – Kicks, we have been so programmed to expect the worst when it comes to lines. And like I said, that start of the second half, I'm like, uh-oh, don't go there, please. You're, you're backing off receivers, don't do it. And then they, they, and they got back after it again. So that, that was short-lived there. I just, you try and find the negatives from last night, it would be, I hope, uh, there isn't a major ankle injury. I know it's not broke with Branch, but to me, that would be number one. Yeah, and it sounds, you know, this is where the advantage of playing on a Thursday comes in that you get the, the extra couple of days of rest before they have to play again. Like, he, he tried to gut it out. Maybe that wasn't the best idea. I, I, I think, 
I think that was the case of Branch and also the coaches wanting to wanting him to show and wanting to show that oh he's he's good. You know, he left on the cart, um, and that scared the crap out of all of us. But he he was able to come back. Um, maybe maybe in hindsight that wasn't the best decision uh, because he did aggravate it, but. I'm not going to pick nits on that. Uh, it doesn't seem like Decker aggravated his ankle badly. Um, he, he got through the game. Um, but he clearly wasn't 100%, but he, he gave it on us all. And I, we talked about it yesterday. It wasn't just that Taylor Decker was playing left tackle. It was that they moved Panay Sewell back to right tackle. This is a team that likes to run to the right, and they couldn't really do that when Panay was playing on the left side and he had you know Matt, Matt Nelson and and Dan Skipper playing the right side, Colby Sorzal even like that. That allowed the run game to really thrive. And I think you saw that with David Montgomery coming back. I think you saw with Jameer Gibbs being effective in the in the carries that he got, especially early in the game. Uh, he had a run on the first drive where he put his head down and bowled through a couple of defenders. Uh, that's not what you expect from him. That's what you expect from Montgomery. That was that was significant because that showed okay, this guy can be physical too. Uh, we don't normally think of Jameer Gibbs that way, but they, uh, man, they they really got it rolling last night. And you know, Goff, Goff, to his credit, admitted after the game he didn't have his best game. Uh, threw one bad interception, um, missed a couple of throws that he probably should have hit. But he he was so in control once again, you know. Um, <laughs> they, so the Packers coming back out of halftime played Metallica's Master of Puppets. If you know anything about Dan Campbell, he loves Metallica. Like that that's that's his band, that's his jam, and th- he has described off the record that he wants Jared Goff to be sort of the Master of Puppets, man, pulling the strings and making the offense go and doing things. And that's exactly what he's doing. And I think that, you know, every once in a while he's going to pluck a wrong string, and that's okay because he's he's getting so many decisions and throws right. Uh, he's, he's playing at a very high level, too. And the fact that he was able to overcome an early mistake on the first drive of the game and come back and be just nailed, the throw that he made to Laporta on the next drive, that's a Matthew Stafford throw. That's a throw that we didn't know that Jared Goff would would even try to show that he had in the bag. And guess what? He's got it. And that's that's just expanding what these Lions can do on offense in, in different ways to beat you. Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire, part of the USA Today Network, one of our Lions NFL insiders joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line talking about the Lions. Impressive. Start to finish road win at Green Bay, as we discussed yesterday, really puts them in the driver's seat to win the NFC North. It was like winning two games because you win on somebody else's uh, turf. They'll get Carolina week from Sunday in Detroit. Let's hope Bryce Young is good enough to keep playing and keep that guy on the experience train, and uh, let's do it. Branch, though, uh, I hope that's not a, a long injury, and he could make it back in 10 days. And speaking of the secondary, I thought Jacobs uh, played one of the better games he's played uh, I have to go back a long time to find uh, a game like that for Jacobs. You know, getting two interceptions in prime time. Look, he's been he's been you know picked on uh, both by the other opposing the opposing quarterbacks and, and Jordan Love threw at him ten times last night, and uh, he's been picked on by the fans and, and those of us in the media too. Look, I I I, I love Jerry. I I know I know he has been frustrated by 
both his play and the reaction to his play. So for him to wind up getting the game ball from the team for two interceptions, one other near interception, uh, they called they called two penalties on him. One of them was an absolute farce of a penalty. It was not a good officiating crew last night. Thankfully, it didn't factor or matter into the final outcome. But he played great, and that that's that's what you want to see. Is a guy he look he is a self made player, an undrafted free agent, bounced around from JUCO to Arkansas to Arkansas State. Um, no, nobody ever really believed in him, and it, he was admittedly playing above his where he belongs on the death chart. He should be he should be your number three outside corner. Guess what? When next we see him, Emmanuel Mosley will be back in the lineup, and they'll be sharing that outside deal. And uh, for him to go the way he did in what what could very well be his last start for the Lions for the year, barring injuries, that that's a that's a great way because there's a guy who now who has confidence if he is called upon later on in the season to to get back into the starting lineup or if he winds up keeping it, now he's got some confidence. Now he's got another pelt on the wall that says, "Hey, man, I got this," and the teammates are going to trust him that much more. So I, I thought it was a very big night for Jerry Jacobs. Very very happy for number for number twenty three. Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire, part of the USA Today Network, one of our Lions NFL insiders joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Lions, very impressive last night with that win at Lambeau, along with the fans who traveled to watch the game, hung out afterwards. Lions are going to make a lot of noise, uh, home and away, all season long. Rizzy, we'll talk next week and look ahead to Carolina. Sounds great. Thanks, man. All right, Jeff Risden.